Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Roger Scott is warming up those vocal cords to bring you the... Roger Scott is warming up... Roger Scott is warming up those vocal cords to bring you the Razorback... Roger Scott... Roger Scott is... You're in the zone, coming to you live from the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio, Oakland, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. You're back in the zone. Need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up. Let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames and I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verse? This dude is the truth. Now everybody gets Okay, well that was a real cluster out of the gate, but thanks for being with us anyway today. We appreciate it. We'll try to clean things up from here on out. It is the zone. It is a lovely day. Thanks for tuning in. It is a great time to be alive, and we are here have a little fun so i hope you're going to tag along with us today we've got a number of guests coming in the studio today and on the air with us today clint conk will be up here in a little bit thanks to farm brothers flying service they're not flying him over but he's going to come on anyway zach williams thanks to fence brokers talked to zach about the performance last week arkansas obviously very 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 close but not quite close enough to knocking off lsu last week hopefully they can take that next step and win this week pat bradley thanks to river city flooring and we've got uh, some guests coming up from a uh, special event that is coming up in the very near future. And there's a chance for you to win something real cool as part of the process. Buy your chances to win a five-day outing that includes a trip to Pebble Beach. Okay, that sounds interesting. Oh, wow. I'm in. Yeah, well, we'll get details on that coming up a little bit later. Uh, we'll talk about last night's ball games. Take a look at this week's ball games. And more fallout from, uh, I, I don't like the nickname they gave it this morning. I was watching ABC. The Travis uh, Kelsey Taylor Swift thing. We're going to need a better nickname. What, anyway. What do they call it? I can't remember what they said, but I didn't like it. It was like... Swelsey? No, it was like Tay... Let's see. Travis... Tacey? No, there was a V. I don't know. It was just dumb. I don't think it's that hard, really. Yeah, I just thought, like, uh, his name is Travis. Her name is Taylor. Why don't you call him Tavis? Trailer. Yeah. Double T's. That's not bad. Trailer or... or T-squared. The funny thing I saw was that, you know, Jason Kelsey is yes. on the Eagles. Yes. And they also have a running back named... DeAndre Swift. Right, I saw that. So it's like Kelsey and Swifter, this Kelsey and Swifter hooking up. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yes, it was very quite, it was quite amusing. Uh, dominating performance by the Eagles last night, speaking of, knocking off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I really appreciate them very much for that. That will help uh, my team in the South. 25-11, I think it was. Total domination, though. I mean, really, when you look at the numbers, they uh, rushed them 201-48, to and the total yardage was just obscene. Uh, it was a complete beatdown by the Eagles last night, which is awesome. So thank you very much, Philadelphia, for that. And then Joe Burrow's back. And obviously, uh, I mean, really, that was about their best performance of the year so far, even mm-hmm. though he's not 100%, but he's like, I can't afford to go 0-3, and he's yeah. right. So good for him. They I applaud him. Very simple last night. A lot of short passes. Uh, kept him in the pocket, got rid of the ball, ran the ball. Just conservative. And it worked against... A bad Rams team. Rams are now, I heard the stat this morning, I think they're 6-14 and 14 in their last 20 games since winning the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Worst 20-game stretch for a, a previous Super Bowl champ. 
Interesting. Yeah. We talked about tit for tat yesterday a little bit with talking heads saying things that were upsetting coaches, and we've got another version of that today. Yesterday, I was going with the talking heads because I thought the coaches shouldn't be so sensitive. But in this case, I'm actually going to go with the coach, and I'll tell you why coming up in a bit. Um, Razorbacks obviously prepping for the trip to Arlington. We've got a great trip coming up for some of our hosts. Wes is otherwise engaged. I am uh, tied up traveling, so we are not going, but we will have a whole crew down there, and I hope that you're going to go down too because this is what we normally call a pivotal game for Arkansas. Mm -hmm. I'm almost going to call it a must-win for Arkansas. Knowing how difficult the next couple of games after that are going to be, I'm going to virtually call this a must-win, even though I don't like to use that term unless it actually is. But I think, honestly, like this could be the game that determines whether or not they go to a bowl game. This can be a makeup for BYU. This can help the fan base get over that bad loss against BYU, turn things around, and, and maybe lead to something else. I don't even consider it that, though. This is a toss-up game. You need to steal a game you're not supposed to win. So you got to win at Ole Miss or Alabama, I think, to get the BYU game back. You think this is more of a toss-up than Ole Miss? Yeah, because Ole Miss is at Ole Miss. That's the only reason why. Okay. I'm not that high on Ole Miss. Yeah, I understand that. After this weekend, I can see why you wouldn't be. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen this weekend with them? Ole Miss? Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's about a field goal line with LSU. Really? Yeah, it's pretty low. Uh, I mean, it's easy to like LSU on the road, but at the same time, I don't think I don't think Ole Miss is going to have that kind of performance again. I see a little bit of a letdown from Ole Miss after putting all their chips in the pot against Alabama. And or maybe they're PO'd. Short. They come up with a little better game plan. Uh. I'm I'm a big fan of that offense and the weapons LSU has. I, I think they're outstanding. They're going to be hard to stop. I think that offense is going to put up 30, 40 points every single game. Uh, and uh, who who's left on their schedule that can slow them down? Alabama. That's it. I think they're going to score a ton of points, and it's going to be up to the they're they're Achilles' heels. They're secondary, and Arkansas exploited it a little bit. Um, can Ole Miss exploit the secondary and That's hang the in there and score enough points? And they're at home, as opposed to LSU being at home. So, LSU went to Mississippi State and just freaking pounded them. Well, and let's not took compare the crowd out of the game. All right, let's not compare Ole Miss and Mississippi State, right? Well, ah, come on. You may not like Ole Miss much, but they're a lot better than Mississippi State. They're better, yeah. I mean, Texas A&M beat the hell out of Mississippi State last week, and I don't even know if they played well. And they brought ahead bringing their backup quarterback, and he was like seven of eleven. So, I mean, Texas A&M played Auburn. Who? Texas A&M played Auburn. Right. I'm lost. Oh, we're t- oh you're talking about Mississippi State. Yes. Oh, Mississippi State. Oh, no, I'm talking about Texas A&M. I thought they just, they just played Mississippi State, though. Mm-mm. Not last weekend. Didn't they? Well, she played Mississippi State. Who did Mississippi State play this weekend? Oh, they played South Carolina. South Carolina. That's right. You're right. South Carolina. Sorry. My, con- my yeah. confusion. And South Carolina um, threw it all over them, too. Yeah. Rattler looked great. Mississippi State's deep secondary must be bad. You think about it? LSU, all the points they scored on Mississippi State, and then Rattler, what he did. It's two straight SEC games. Yeah. Yeah. Ole Miss is not as bad as Mississippi State. Okay. Thank you. That's all. But I, I still like LSU to cover that game. I got you. I'm, I'm a, I'll listen to that argument for yeah. sure. They should. I mean, if they're going to be what we think they're going to be, which is an SEC West champion, mm-hmm. you should probably be able to go over to Ole Miss and find a way to yeah. win by a field goal or more. Yes. I agree with that. Uh, should I make that the lock of the week? That's the question. Uh, I, it's up there. Yeah. There was one There's game. There's a lot of games oh, well, I like this there, week. Yeah, I, me too. Uh, I haven't I hadn't bet yet this year, but I'm tempted this week because there are several that I, I that stick out to concur. me. Concur. I agree 100%, and I'm, I'm exactly the same way. Uh, I'm not going to go like all in and say that they have figured it all out, but Arkansas State is barely – it's like an almost an even line at UMass, and UMass, with all due respect, Pat Bradley, is one of the worst collegiate football programs in the FBS. Hmm. So they're going on the road this week. Let me give you the line. It is a one-and-a-half-point line. Arkansas State is an underdog. Okay. And they found something at quarterback. Is it enough to go on the road and win? We'll ask Coach Conk about that coming up. Um, the, U- U- the, A&M, or, yeah, the A&M game with Arkansas, A&M's about a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I think, yeah, I think Arkansas has got to have this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would put – I'd move it up to seven-and-a-half and feel very comfortable in betting Arkansas. that game. Yep. But uh, my advice – Bet Arkansas to win outright and then put a little money on Arkansas to with the points. What else do you like? Double up on it. 
me pull up my app. Your list of things that you like. Yeah. There were a couple others that I uh, I thought were a little weird, line-wise. What do you think of USC? Being I, at home. USC and now and I like Colorado that. at home. That's on my list. <clears throat> Minus 22. Mm-hmm. They're at Colorado. USC obviously slept walk last week. Yep. I think going out on the road and all the, the hype around this game, Concur. they wake up. They know the eyes of the world, college football world, will be on them. I think they perform. You know what sucks for Colorado right now is that you always hear this with the best teams, like Georgia, Alabama, what is Knicks? We're always going to get the other team's best shot. Well, Colorado's not a great team yet, and they're going to get everybody's best shot because they yap. Yeah. And that's going to be part of the storyline today on the show. Alabama's a 14.5-point favorite at Mississippi State. Oh, I loved Alabama. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, And their, their offense is bad, but... Their defense Georgia, showed out last. Georgia week. has not been great, but I got to think that their their defense. I love gets Georgia. At, they're fourteen and a half point. I love both of those, I Georgia and Alabama, and and it's weird because in years past that would be in the twenties. Central and both are right around two touchdowns. Central Florida got knocked up by a physical Kansas State team last week, but they're back at home and they're hosting Baylor. It's thirteen. Baylor's bad, terrible. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's the other game I really like, as much as I hate to admit it. Oklahoma giving twenty to Iowa State. If Oklahoma scores 30, mm-hmm. they're going to win by 20. So I think that's a pretty safe bet. And the over-under is 48.5. I think 34-10 is the final. I'll take uh, I'll take Oklahoma against my alma mater. I hate to say it. Also, here's a, here's a shift at Oakland. There is a co-favorite now. You can bet a whole conference to win the national championship. Co-favorites are the SEC and the Big Ten now. Okay. Well, look at how many teams in the Big Ten. I mean, Michigan, three. Ohio State, Penn State. They're all, all in the same divisions. Whoever wins that division is going to win the Big Ten, and they'll have a chance to be in the, they'll be in the championship probably. I'll tell you what I like. How about a flyer on the ACC? I was going to say a flyer on the Pac-10. Pac-12. Pac-12, yeah. Yeah. Don't have an issue with that either. I mean, because there, there are a lot of teams up there in the top ten I just, that's got a chance if they don't knock each other off. That's the thing. Washington's really – they're all good, but they're all really good on offense. I'm not sure I trust any of them. I like Florida State better than any of those teams. Don't you? On a neutral field in a one-off? This is to win the national championship. Yeah. Florida State's defense, what they did in week one against LSU's offense in the second half was very impressive. You get the ACC for 1,100. You want 11 to 1? You're getting Florida State and... That's it, though. Yeah. You got one team. Well... Who else? I don't know. I was about to say, do you guys think any conference gets more than one in? I don't think the SEC does. No. No. ACC doesn't. Unless LSU runs the table and beats Georgia in the championship game, then I can see both getting in. That's true. What's the most likely, Big Ten or Pac-12? Pac-12, probably. I would think so, Team that loses one during the regular season then doesn't lose again. What about in the Big Ten, one team, you know, the team in that three-way, Penn State, the one that just loses one, they don't go to the championship game, but they finish 11-1. and That's another great point. Yep. So Big Ten's probably most likely. So what we think is there's going to be four teams from two conferences. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Sounds good. I'll buy that. Now, I think Florida State at a, on a flyer, but you're right. You're not getting a whole lot there. I don't know what their odds are to win the national title on their own, but it's still pretty good, I think. I've got LSU two and a half now at Oakland. Yeah, that's at what Ole I Miss. Yeah, Oh, like, I thought you said three and a half. Oh, around a field goal, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. I love LSU. Yeah. Yep. I love them that. to cover that. It's a good weekend. Yeah, well, it, it was a good. Last week was a scare, and they won, so I got to think that they'll come out on point. I'm looking. What's the question? Five o'clock. Five o'clock game, LSU Ole Miss. Listen, I'm going to tell you this. I've said it a hundred times. There ain't no place less intimidating to play than Ole Miss. I was the most, I was so underwhelmed with, first of all, their tailgating sucks and it's way overrated. And their, uh, their game day atmosphere is pretty marginal. I've been to way, way, way better multiple times all over the place. Hell, Colorado's a thousand times better. Yeah. That would be a fun game to be at Saturday. USC Colorado, it would be yeah packed yep. sold out yeah I think I think they get at USC's best shot unfortunately for them mm-hmm. I was shocked by how much their offense struggled but the good news for them is they're not playing Oregon's defense this no. week so I'm guessing they won't struggle is the over under around yeah, seventy because I thought we'd get there last week didn't get there because well Colorado didn't bring much to the table. So we'll get to uh, to that. We got. Uh, I was disappointed in the start time. I mean, I like those eleven o'clock games. I mean, I love kicking. You know, uh, your your Saturday off with a good game to start things. Not off. for Arkansas, you mean for other teams? Other teams, yeah. yeah. The Clemson game this week was a great way to start. Seventy four is the over under USC Colorado. I got no problem with that. Fifty twenty four seventy four. 
I think USC scores at least 50. And I could see. I think Colorado scores more this week. Because yeah. that USC defense. USC scares That's a lot me. of points, but I think, yeah, I'd, I'd, if I was going one way or the other, I'd go over. I probably would, too. I think Colorado will be much better this week. Um, but they're going to give up a bunch. Okay, so this question of the day today is going to deal with mental health related to social media. It's been a hot topic of conversation. Coach Pat- Coach Petrino. Coach Pittman <coughs> addressed that yesterday. Coach Pittman and Coach Petrino may have addressed it at some point, but Coach Pittman talked about it this week, and, of course, he's gotten off Twitter. And, look, no coach necessarily needs the noise, but there is certainly a, rec- a recruiting element to social media, yeah? Yeah, I would think you need it in this day. There's ways around it, I'm sure. You can use the Razorback football account to be hitting up these recruits um, and retweeting them, but... I, it means something, I think, to a recruit when the head coach retweets something that they do or their highlights. Or uh, I'm kind I of think su- it's a good thing. I'm kind of surprised Sam Pittman's even doing it. Like, why doesn't he just have somebody handle his social media account? That's a good point too. Uh, I know he looked over at his uh, public, you know, his uh, the uh, sports information guy, and he said he's really wanting me to get back on Twitter. He says I need to get back on Twitter. I probably will. Uh, but he's he's kind of mad at me right now because I did this. So I think that's a great solution. Get back on it and just let him run your account. Yeah, I just I don't know. I, I'm not a I'm not a head football coach, I guess, so I don't get that kind of negative stuff. And I've had a couple of um, unpleasant interactions with people on social media, but not very many. And I don't look for unpleasant, so I don't get a lot of unpleasant. Yeah, I, I was telling Christian this, and I think. I think when they got when they started talking about his weight, his 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 man boobs, it got too personal and that really bothered him. I mean it did. It bothered him to the point where he got off Twitter. I think if you're you're criticizing him for uh you know, his punter or, or the player or his play calling or timeouts, I think he's fine with that. Coaches know. They they're gonna get second guess. But it clearly the weight has been an issue for Coach Pittman. He's tried to lose weight. He lost weight. He gained some of it back. You know, that clearly hurt him. And he was sensitive about And I get it. You know, there are things that we can't control, and or we can, and we try to control, but that hit to the core and really bothered him. I don't know. I, I can understand that. At least it's controllable. I mean, I've been enduring short jokes my whole life, and I can't do anything to get taller. You can wear lifts. They're they're doing some. That's surgery. not done, Jerry. That just isn't done. What they're doing some surgeries now that give you a few extra inches, but you In know height? you can't. Yeah, <laughs> but I was, you know, you, I was going. If it applies, but uh, ain't none of your business. What? <laughs> but you can't do like anything athletic ever again if you get that surgery. So yeah, I don't care. You'd be fine. I'm okay with it. Anyway, I'm I'm fine with who I am. Uh, but if it, something bothered me, and look, I've been called fat before. You just drop a few LBs. I mean, and we've seen him do it before. Yeah. So if that's really the reason why, then come on. And the other thing is, too, just don't read the comments. Tweet out what you need to tweet out. Tweet out who you need to tweet yeah. at and leave it alone. Yep. I've done that before. Don't look at your mentions. You don't have to. You don't have to. Anyway, uh, it can be very upsetting and very annoying, and I get it. But I do think, again, with the amount of money you're making and that being an element of what you do. And then the other thing is, too, 95% of people who know Sam Pittman love him. As a human being. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're going to get jag clowns out there all over the place, no matter what world you live in, no matter how great you are. Yeah. I mean, even Taylor Swift has her detractors, right? Sure. Okay. A lot of them, yeah. Thank you. So, I'm sure she's just fine. Does she put shut down her social media? I don't think so. If, people, if you have haters, that shows that you're doing at least something right, probably. Look. Not necessarily always. Again, I think, you know, again, if you're going to put it in perspective, you go, okay, I'm going to take a little abuse. And by the way, when you're winning, nobody gives a damn what you look like. The other part is, you're making $5 million a year. Six. $6 million a year. I mean, most people would be like, well, but hey, mental health's real, and so it's, if it's an issue, it's an issue, whatever. Mental health is a big, big deal. Um, we talk about it. We we have several guys that are in counseling. Um, we encourage it. Fletcher was at practice on Monday. He's lower and low. And I walked by him. I become that counselor at times. And I walked by him. I said, hey, Max, what's wrong with you? Social media. I said, I ain't going to tell you everything I said. But but I said, what are they saying, man? Went to Australia to get a 10-yard punter and, you know, all this kind of stuff. 
why'd you go all that way to get a guy that can't kick and all that? And I said, Max, they didn't say I'm fat on there, did they? He said, yes, sir. I said, what about my chest? Did they say anything about that? He started smiling then. He said, yes, sir. And I said, was I supposed to get fired on Sunday? He said, yes, sir. <laughs> I said, well, I'm still here. They got two out of three right, you know. And uh, and then I think a big part of him is, you know, he punted once for 53 yards, and then he did the fake, and I was really happy for him. But to answer your question, there's a lot of – we talk about – a lot of things and one of them happens to be mental health uh, that we need to help these kids there's a lot more going on in their life right now than possibly when I was a kid if you know and I think a lot of it has to do with this you know there's a lot of good about this but there's also if you get, go the wrong direction with it it can it can spoil your day or whatever all right uh, we're going to get into that a little bit more. Christian, question of the day is phrased how? Do people's comments on social media ever upset you? Yes, they do not. But they once did, I will say that. I have, had, I've, But I've been doing this a long time. I will say this, too. Let me just say this for the record. I, I do think you get paid enough at his position to live with it as part of the job. It sucks. But I will also say, in the same vein, if you tweet at someone to make fun of their body... Or even to directly rip them for a job they're trying to do well and they happen to have a, a day that doesn't go the way they want it to, like Saturday, then you're a moron. I just think you're a terrible person if you're going at somebody who's trying to do the best they can. And I don't, what, what do you think? Do you want them to do well? Yes of or no? Of course. Okay. Then how do you think that's helping anything? Mm-hmm. And if you ever tweeted a kid, a college kid. Oh, they're paid now. I don't care. You're I a, know. You're I a scumbag. I think directly <clears throat> tweeting at any athlete, whether they're pro or amateur, is just weird. I mean, to to, to do it negatively, is to me, it's horrible. Yeah, I just think you're weird. a bad person. I'm sorry. I don't care that you hold those feelings. I don't care that you share them with your buddy. I don't even care if you call up Sports Talk Radio and complain about what you saw from Sam Pittman or from a player. But to tweet at those guys, it's a little too personal to me. This is a form of communication. That's right. You would never walk up to them and say that. Right. Not face-to-face. You would never do it. Right. And so if you want to say something about them, that's what we're here for. You don't need to say it to them. Mm -hmm. It doesn't help anything anyway. If you want the team to do better, making them like feel worse about themselves than they already feel bad after a loss is not helping anything. So anyway, all that aside, we're going to take a break. We'll talk to a coach. He's been through it. I mean, hell, I've abused him after some goofy calls over the years. But not to his face. He's bigger than me. Clint Conn coming up after the break. Roger Scott is warming up those vocal cords to bring you the Razorback Song of the Week on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Dr. Jimmy Tucker at Ortho, Arkansas and 1037 The Buzz. Sports Center. Schedule is out for next week's SEC games. The Arkansas Razorbacks will take on the Ole Miss Rebels at Vaught Hemingway Stadium in Oxford, Mississippi at 630. You can watch the game on SEC Network and you can catch it right here on 1037 The Buzz. Headlining that week at 230 on CBS will be Alabama and Texas A&M. And then what is right now a ranked matchup between Missouri and LSU on ESPN at 11 a.m. As it goes for this week, the Arkansas Razorbacks take on the Texas A&M Aggies at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. 11 a.m. kickoff for that one. You can catch it right here on 103.7 The Buzz. You can also watch it on the SEC Network. A&M is a six and a half point favorite as things sit right now. I'm Josh Neighbors for The Buzz Radio Network. Like Zoinks, gang! Gluttony Unplugged is now on the buzz! Hey, gang, we can listen to it in the Mystery Machine! Chingies! Count me in, I love the buzz! Every Saturday from 9 to 10 a.m. Like Scott Romine can join our gang! This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. 
Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Hey, Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Dingman shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. This Saturday, Brewskies is going to open the doors early at 10.30 a.m. to get your game day started as the Hogs take on Texas A&M at 11 a.m. kickoff this Saturday. Plenty of TVs and the legendary Brewski-tron for you to watch the game. And drink specials all game long with burgers, wings, sandwiches, and loaded fries. Doors open early this Saturday, 10.30 a.m. For more info, hit us up at brewskiespubandgrub.com. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or JackalopeCycling.com. Come on, man. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Give us a call at 661-1037. Now, back to the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Don't call it a comeback. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. All right, 1033 in the zone. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to hear a little more from Sam Pittman a little bit later in the show uh, about things that aren't related to mental health, just about football. Um, Clay Conk joining us. Coach, how are you? Doing well. Great weekend of college football. A lot it, of stuff. It really was. We've got yeah. a uh, – I did not see that coming segment coming up a little bit later, brought to you by Business World. What was the biggest surprise for you of the weekend? Florida State going to Clemson, winning at Clemson. I really okay. thought Clemson – and they showed the competitive juices of a champion, past mm-hmm. champion. Uh, but that was a great win for Mike on the road. They hadn't beat him in I don't know how many years or yeah. whatever at Clemson. Uh, that was a surprise to me. Um, Clemson should have won, though, Coach. It, correct. Correct. You miss a short field goal. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they're a great college kicker, but... He's taking internet classes. Did y'all hear that story? He was taking internet classes and yes. living in Washington, D.C. or something? Yes. Ever recruited him to come to Clemson? <laughs> but he had kicked there before. They just brought him back. He hadn't really played before, but right, he'd been there but before. it's been a long time. Yeah. And uh, anyway, that, that, that kind of surprised me because I thought Clemson would... By your lie. rationale, the Saints should have won their game, too. So... A little bit longer field goal attempt. What was it? He's a professional group, kicker. Groupie. Group 40, 45 or something, 46. Yeah. This was like 30? 33. He's a professional yeah. kicker. I bet I bet pro kickers make 90% of the 45 yarders they kick. Yes. So Under pressure. You quit giving him a pass just because he played Arkansas State West. Little traitor. Anyway, um, let's talk about this mental health thing real quick. Yep. All right. So you have to deal with outside noise. You get paid good money for that. Obviously... I mean, maybe not everybody gets $6 million to do it, but everybody's making pretty good money to do it at the collegiate level. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a balance in there, though, where you you want to take, you, you understand there's going to be a certain amount of criticism, but at the same time, like, there are lines that can be crossed as well, I'm sure. Yeah, so my position on this is that mental health is real. Uh, you know, when you're talking about 18- to 20-year-old young people, they are dealing with a lot of issues. And when you play in college football, and then certainly when you play on the platform of the Southeastern Conference, there's enormous pressure to perform. And if you're not performing well, you know, you're most disappointed in yourself, and then other people pile on in a personal way. Um, that that can cause some issues. Um, 
40 years ago, 30 years ago, we didn't have social media for that piling on, you know, and, and so now we have that. And so it is real. Um, in regards to coaches, yeah, you got to be a little bit thicker skin about it. I, I do agree with that. Um, I think any time attacks are made personal, it's not good. I don't care if it's face-to-face. Uh, what happened to the Iowa State coach a couple of weeks ago, a fan, you know, getting after him walking off the field or walking in the locker room, and he had to, you know, probably should have held his cool a little bit better, but he turned and attacked or went after that particular fan. Hmm. So personal attacks. Missed yeah, you missed too. that. Personal attacks. Iowa State's not relevant enough for me to pay attention. On, to on any people. level are not good. Um, criticism of coaches' decision-making, I think, is open open season on that. Sure. Um, but when you go after young people – in that way, um, particularly on a platform, yeah, not good. I yeah. just don't think it's good. I don't. W- are we not using the block function anymore? Is this an issue for people? Like, what's the deal? I don't have a problem. I haven't blocked anybody in a long time, but I don't have an issue blocking somebody. And kids shouldn't either, and coaches shouldn't either. And the only reason that I got on social media, truth be known, and I was reluctant to do it, and my wife says I troll all the time, which she's she's right. I so I get my news of the world um, was because of recruiting. Uh, when I was at UCA, we mm-hmm. got on in 2010 or something like that. It was because of recruiting. You know, when you repost something or retweet something or like something and, and um, you know, or, or, or advertising of camps and, you know, those kind of things, results of games. I mean, I think those positive things are out there and, mm-hmm. and, and should be used that way. But, again, personal attacks in any shape, fashion, or form. Um, is not good, particularly towards student athletes. But coaches, you know, you're open game to criticism. Yeah. But still, I think you got to be a little thick skinned too. I've been called a lot of things, and by 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 you and, yes. <laughs> and other people. Um, Same. You just you, you got to have a little a little little skin toughness there. I think so too. And the thing is, for me, is if you do make it personal to me, it's an automatic block. You want to criticize me? You want to criticize a call? You want to criticize a personnel decision? No issue with that. I may not respond, but I'm gonna take it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if you're going to make it personal, yeah, may block you. Sorry. That's okay. Those people, they don't they don't deserve your time anyway. And the majority of people, they're, it, again, it's just like with the world of whatever, right? I mean, you can say politics or whatever else. It's the silent majority, right? I mean, the people, 90% of the people don't feel strongly enough to come after somebody. Anyway, and it's the lunatic fringe on either side. 100%. That's going to be the issue, right? But, but it's, the, it's the vocal minority that causes the issues. Yeah. That's the problem. That's right. and, and then those things steamroll. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We hear that here on the show. It's a vo- vocal minority who call in complaining and already ready to get Pittman out of here. Right. What were the complaints this week? Uh, Bert- timeouts. Burn yes. timeouts too early. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You've been in loud environments. Uh, you, you train for that. You prepare for that. They mm-hmm. did what they could, right? They're playing loud music and all the other things. Like, at what point do you go, maybe a five-yard delay a game is worth it versus burning all our timeouts early? I 100% agree with that. Um, you know, if you want to have some criticism, it's the clock management and in the, in the communication. I still think, even though an improvement on penalties, um, I think eight offensive penalties and maybe eight total penalties in the fourth quarter, maybe. Um, a significant amount late in the game when, yeah. it, when it, you know, the crunch time. And so they've got some things to clean up there. But, uh, um yeah, not not good. Timeouts are very valuable. And I never wanted to use timeouts on offense. I, I'm an offensive guy. I always wanted to have my timeouts available for the defense, mm-hmm. you know, because if they can't score, they can't win. And so uh, maybe I'm wired different that way, but I always did not want to have to. Sometimes I did, obviously, but did not want to have to use timeouts on offense. What was the difference for you for Arkansas week to week? What what did you like that you saw improved upon from the BYU game? A strong competitive will to win. And I think that started with Coach Pittman. Because from the first interview he did, of course I wasn't in a locker room, or he talked about winning. It was about winning. We came here to win. We're here to win. And I thought the team bought into that. And they, they were embarrassed from the week before, somewhat. And they showed a strong will to win. Um it was an incredible effort, no question about it. Um, I keep going back to, to Luke Haas. I mean, obviously, he's a player. Yeah. And uh, they figured out how to get him the football more, and they need to do that moving forward. I really like Dominion. I've said that a couple of times. I called him Dominique, I think, last week. But Dominion. Yeah, Dominion. There you go. I still, still don't have his name right. Seven. He's yeah. a bad man. Yeah, no, he, we he's like a him good too. football player. Um, he's a Southeastern Conference running back. Tough, physical Yards after contact, can pick up the blitz. I, I, I like that young man. 
Um, and then they moved KJ around and did some different things with him. A lot more quick game, mm-hmm. uh, what we call spacing or sticker outs, things like that. Got out of his hand quick. Uh, Armstrong showed up. Some nice plays there. So there was a lot of positives that the coaching staff implemented in this game plan that the players did execute. But it started with their will and their competitive spirit to win. And then I look on the other side, and LSU just didn't look motivated. It, it reminds me in the inverse to me, and I'm way out of the loop here, when Arkansas plays Missouri, it looks super important to Missouri. It just looks not so important to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. When LSU plays Arkansas, it doesn't look as important to LSU, but super important to Arkansas. Yeah. And... Um, you know, it, that to me really stuck out on Saturday because, I mean, Kelly just, I mean, did he even change emotional expressions? No. No. It was like his team took that personality. We're going to win. It's going to be ugly. Let's just get through this, and then let's move on to whoever we got to play next week. And Ole Miss. Ole Miss, yeah. So he might have been looking ahead. Maybe so. He might have been looking ahead. But, but Arkansas put themselves in a position to win. They got exposed on the back end when they couldn't get home up front and cause uh, Daniels to get off his spot. Uh, lack of communication, in some cases just talent. Um, you know, LSU made them pay with the big plays. We've been singing Haz's pr- uh, praises since week one. Yes. Give me your thoughts. Um, an H-back, not a true inline tight end, but a guy that you can do a lot with. You can move him around. Uh, you can play him in the slot. You can play him in the in the box. Uh I mean, I, I just think that piece of putty, that piece of clay is something you can really mold and use him in a lot of different ways. I mean, you, he's still functional to get in the way in the run game, but he's exceptional right now at 225 pounds or whatever. He doesn't weigh much more than that, I don't think, uh, in the pass game. And that's a, that's a nightmare matchup for linebackers. Yeah. Yep. When you take away the sack numbers, Arkansas had 163 yards rushing. Dominion had 78, KJ 75 when you yeah. take away the sack yeah. yardage. And, what, and they got KJ involved, obviously. Is that why the running game was better, or was the offensive line better? Well, let's talk about the offensive line, because I think it. I think it, part of that answer is yes. They played some different combinations. There was a couple of young men that I had not seen a whole lot of at tackle and at guard, and it looked like those combinations uh, – I saw a young man at right guard. He looked... Braun? Uh, was it Braun or another young man? Um, it looked really like he was moving the pile. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other part of that, so the offensive line did improve to me. You know, they, 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 their communication, the way they mm-hmm. came off the football. And the other part was the game plan to run Jefferson Moore. And I think that's got to be a big part moving forward. All right, give me a quick uh, breakdown on A&M. We'll move on. Uh... What's the Bobby Petrino effect on the A&M side? You know, you got to think of what he did when he came in here with an inferior team, Missouri State, last year, and just about walked out of Reynolds with a win. Mm-hmm. Was it last year? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's just so <laughs> – Wes is still burnt. He's like, damn, that game is sucked. Well, I mean, he's just such a creative. I still think he's probably the preeminent offensive play caller in the country. Now, yeah. is Jimbo cutting him loose to do that? I don't know. But – uh, I think both teams will be obviously very motivated to play. Um, I think Arkansas will build on some of the things they did. But here, and, and this, I, I don't don't want to push the wrong button here. We just got finished talking about mental health and how well the Razorbacks. But there's no more victories in the Southeastern Conference. I mean, Arkansas lost last week. I mean, there's just no more victories. So you played better, but then congratulations, you get to go to a home game in Dallas, mm-hmm. you know, and against a bunch of four- and five-star players that are having some confidence right now. Um, I think both quarterbacks are capable that A&M has. Wegman's uh, out. Yeah, okay. Well, I, obviously, uh, Johnson's max, really just good player, good, a lot of experience. So played very well last week. So, I mean, it's a tough get. I think it's going to be a one-score game either way. They have to have it, don't they? I think it's a must-win. Yeah. Uh, when you look ahead to... I don't like using that term, but this feels like a must-win game. Uh, you know... If they're going to get to a bowl, I think it's critical. If you're going to get to a bowl, I think, you know, if you're going to get to six or seven wins, you got to get this one. I think so, too. Okay. But what's the history? They've won hmm. one time in 12 years? Yeah. But there was a period of time, maybe it's time to flip the script, there was a period of time where the Arkansas pulled them out of the fire a few times against A&M where it looked like they weren't going to 
do it either. So one two years if ago, the defense, if the defense can control the big playability of of, of Texas A yeah. and M in the run game and the pass game, mm-hmm. then Arkansas I think is going to be physical enough and methodical enough to again to be competitive and have a chance to win this game. I've never seen a better indicate or better example of a team giving a game away than I did last year in this game. Yes. Yes, so. yeah. I've been there too, and they made plays too. I give it yeah. to them. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm happy for Coach Jones. I'm really mm-hmm. happy for the A State fan base and the Rainer kid. Apparently, they found something at quarterback, and this kid's a true freshman. I can understand why they're a little wary to turn to him. You've been in that situation. You had a pretty good true freshman quarterback that you turned to, and it took you deep in the playoffs. Uh, you talking about uh, Winrick? Talking about Nathan Brown? Oh, Nathan Brown? Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, so happy for him as well. But really happy for Coach Jones. This young man, Rainer, five touchdowns, both passing and rushing, 300-plus yards total offense. And uh, they won the turnover battle. They played clean. Uh, they may be able to point to that game. And you got UMass, which is one that you should get. I know it's on the road, but you should get. you got a chance now to go into the middle part of your season with a three-game winning streak. And I think that this is perfect for the script that Coach Jones probably had hoped for. And uh, I'm sure, you know, he didn't want to have to change quarterbacks a couple of times. But this young man injected some venom into that offense with his legs and his ability to throw the football as well. But uh, this could be a program-defining win against Southern Miss. And uh, they played very clean. They'll need to continue to do that. They need this win against UMass because they've got to go to Troy and they've got Coastal Carolina the next two weeks. So They give up 59 to Auburn, UMass did. Who yeah. can't who and, can't throw it at all? No. Yes. Yeah. They scored listen, they have played a bunch of games. They started August twenty sixth. They they beat New Mexico State forty one thirty. They lost to Auburn fifty nine fourteen. Lost at home to Miami of Ohio forty one twenty eight. To me that's your comparison game. They lost at Eastern Michigan, but only nineteen seventeen, and they lost at home again to New Mexico again. New Mexico, New Mexico State, not particularly good programs. In overtime though, thirty four thirty one. So it ain't gonna be a laydown, but they played a lot of games already, man. Hmm. If they get this one, though, it's a three-game winning streak going into the middle and the meat of their schedule. So I think I think things are on track right now. UCA's got a tough game this week, Coach. Southern Utah, complete opposite of last week. Last week they played a team with 25 transfers from the FBS level in the two-deep. This is a, a team that's been built on high school talent and a second-year coach. And i got to think, both teams are feeling pretty confident. They finally, Southern Utah finally got a win. They played two FBS schools, including BYU and Arizona State. Yeah, and then uh, Cal Davis. Yeah, top UC 10 team. Davis, top 10 team in FCS. So, uh, yeah, first of all, going back last league, living up to expectations, you know, and, and many programs fail to do that. But UCA right now, uh, Deshaun uh, uh, De- Powell. Shandari Powell, Shandari yeah. Powell, mm-hmm. I mean – he may be the best running back in, in, in the country. Yeah. And uh, right now he's the best running back in the state of Arkansas, I can tell you that. <laughs> he's averaging about 275 the last two weeks yeah. against, you know, pretty good people. But uh, the Hoxie native has made a believer out of me. Um, uh, and then uh, Michael Vane's not doing anything to turn the football over. His receivers, I mean, they, they total team domination all three phases last mm-hmm. week. This week, yep, tough schedule, long trip uh, out to Utah, battle-tested team. Uh, they had a big home win last week against Western Illinois. He's not very good. But you know what? A good run game and defense travels. I don't care what level or where you have to go or where you play it. A great run game and great defense travels, and UCA has that right now. So um, I look for them to uh, have every opportunity to win that game. Big game. Yep. UAPB had near miss last week on Thursday night. Yeah, felt bad. Uh, they just ran out of gas. Uh, I think it was uh, Alabama A&M, I That's believe right. it was. Yes, yeah. Sir. Uh, they had to lead late. Uh, there's no huddle offense. They turned it over or got stopped late uh, in the red zone. I think it was a turnover uh, where they could have gone up. But the uh, the no huddle offense just wore their defense down. But uh, you can see the pieces are coming in a place there for Coach Hampton. Uh, he's done a fine job with that team. All right, real quick, D2, and then we can touch on some high school in the last segment here. Yep. But, uh, you know, kind of got what we expected. Competitive games, but the teams that were expected to win won. Yeah, OBU and Harding now have kind of separated a little bit. They're undefeated at the top of the standings. Uh, Henderson State, SAU, Oklahoma Baptist sit there with one loss. So, you know, they have no more room for error if they want to win a, a championship. Um, the games I'm looking at this week, though, Oklahoma Baptist hosts Henderson. So one of those two teams is going to fall out of the race. And then my hopes for Arkansas Tech, they're at home at Burkle Field against Northwest Oklahoma, which I don't think has won a game. I don't think Arkansas Tech's won a game, so hopefully the Wonder Boys can get their first first win of the season. Somebody's always got to go. 
Somebody's O's got to go. Yep. Go Wonder Boys. There you go. I can't believe I'm saying that, but anyway, go Wonder Boys. I know. <laughs> Choke that out. Uh, we got to hit a break, but let me squeeze JW in here real quick. What's up, buddy? So I want to comment on the uh, the mental state of social media, but Wes, I hate to, I got to correct you. People are not wanting to get rid of Pittman because of timeout. It timeouts is a small portion of no. The, the question, JW, was what was it this week? And it, the problem was timeouts. Okay, it's not this week, Wes. I'm what break is it, it this week? It's the same thing that was happening last year. Losing so many games by the same thing. It's the repetitiveness of the same excuses. It's just another excuse. People are tired of the, losing the games by a few points because of bad coaching, and and that's what it's come to. But I don't want to waste my time on that. My wife teaches at a college here in Arkansas, and, yeah, I don't know how I ended up that. But, hey, check this out. She just did in her class a um, research paper on social media. And what it's come down to, and this comes from other colleges with research, is, and I'm out of breath because I am I was actually working when you clicked me over. Ah. So what has happened with, with our society, there's always been people that's taught. Now it's just loud and vocal. And we have a group of, of, of kids and people that are coming up, and even over people that have been sucked into social media, it's a mental issue of weaker generation of your thinking. There's a lot of self-entitlement, and when you build yourself up to be way up here when you appear strong, that doesn't mean that your mental state is strong. It just means that you appear strong. And when someone attacks that, your mental state has never been really that strong to start with. And that's why people reflect on, you see so many videos, look at me, look at me, look what I'm doing. It's all about me. And the moment that's taken away, you have a mental issue because you've never been strong enough to deal with that. All right. Now, uh, JW, we got to hit this break, so if you can wrap it up. Okay. All right. Okay. That's a good wrap-up. That's Thank a wrap. You. Well. Fresh off their summer lineup of convertible sports cars, this Saturday night, Saracen is giving away the king of luxury pickups, Toyota's new Tundra Capstone from Trotter Toyota. The Tundra Capstone is the ultimate in luxurious trucks, and it can be yours just for playing your favorite games at Saracen Casino Resort. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-FOXY-2-4700. In a world of inflated car payments and sky-high interest, Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is taking their inventory to the nines. Call 501-945-4444. Get Sierra 1500 with the 5.3 V8 engine at just 0.9%. Plus, Guadney will double down with an additional $3,250 off when trading in a 2009 or newer vehicle. Guadney Buick GMC hasn't left out SUVs. Get 2023 GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. Or 2024 Buick Encore GX at just 2.9%. And if you haven't noticed, the holidays are coming. So why not get all the way to 2024 with no payments for the rest of the year? Guadney, Buick, GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Guadney, Buick, GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for life. Adding the price of ribeyes per pound, the potatoes, salad, drinks, then the charcoal. What are you doing, Hope? And what's with the calculator? Oh, hey, Courtney. Trying to add up the cost of throwing a cookout. Why would you go through all of that when you could just go to the butcher shop instead? Wait, what? Now, that's a great idea because by the time I buy everything at the store, I could have just gone to the butcher shop instead and saved money. Not to mention all that messy cleanup you won't have to do now. So for your next gathering, let the butcher shop steakhouse do all the cooking on their huge charcoal grill. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the crock pot this morning? <laughs> With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See Gary Elmore in Lone Oak, Justin Stewart in Malvern, or Drew Self in Hot Springs.
At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important, and they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar, all ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is Mexican chicken for only $7.49, paired with roasted corn and black beans for just $4.99. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Listen to your favorite radio station on the Buzz app or online at 1037thebuzz.com. We're going to spend this entire last segment talking high school, also known as Little Rock Christian being PA coach, so get ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> Quaddy Chevrolet is going above and beyond in the month of September to help you out there, canceling those unwanted loans and leases. Don't miss this opportunity to get out of the vehicle you don't want, that note you don't want. Everyone is approved in the month of September at Quatney Chevrolet. Time is running out. New Silverado, 0% financing with approved credit. No payments for the rest of the year. 2.1% financing on the 2023 Equinox. A lot of great deals. Go to the website, quatneychevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. Pick out the vehicle you want. Then go to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville and get out of that unwanted note, unwanted vehicle in September. All right, Coach, uh, high school thoughts from the weekend. Well, and congratulations to you and, and your son. I, I didn't mean, do anything. Little Rock Christian. He didn't do that much either, actually. But it's still, but thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, that. a huge, we were very huge, happy about it. huge uh, crosstown victory against PA. Um, I'm sure there's some soul-searching going on at Pulaski Academy this week. but Oh, uh, I'm sure there's people trying to fire Coach. Well. Because uh, people are lunatics. Well, I, I can tell you this, Little Rock Christian, they they they, uh, they boat raced them and uh, they're to be congratulated. Uh, the other one that caught my eye was just Warren just dismantled McGee this week. I think Warren may have the best uh, chance to unseat Harding Academy this year. Malvern, uh, Malvern, yeah, Malvern. Um, although I think Malvern's very good. Their their record is mm-hmm. not. Uh, I know they're two and two or whatever, but they're, they're really good. The teams they lost to are really good. But I was surprised that, that Warren got after McGee like that this week. Um, usually the Conway at North Little Rock game is a game, but I think mm. uh, I think Conway may be the odds-on favorite right now in 7A. I think they may have the the you know they went up to Bentonville and won, came from behind late and won, and then they've handled their business in state and out of state against everybody they played. So I think Conway may have the inside track, in my opinion. Uh, Marion at Benton. Marion's usually a pretty good football team, a lot of speed. Um, Benton's playing at a high level, so that'll be a good game. Little Rock Catholic at West Memphis. Tough place to play. Mm. Uh, and then go back to uh, to the Lumberjacks, Warren at Crossett. Crazy and strange things happen in Crossett, Arkansas on Friday night. I've been there for an Eagles game. Well, two years ago, uh, there was some controversy at the end of the game. Crossett, uh, Warren ended up winning late. Uh so, anyway, uh, those are the games I'll be kind of watching this week. Our Bird Street Community's high school game of the week is El Dorado at Searcy as well on Friday. Go Zach Clark at Searcy. Thank you to Farm Brothers Flying Service. Coach Conk, I appreciate you. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Have a great week. Let's introduce ourselves. We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long and it won't fit on our sign. Now at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's right.